How's it going everyone? Welcome to another episode of Drawn to Create. This is the podcast where I draw and I talk and this is episode 8, you know. This is episode 8 so we're, we're not in double figures yet but we're getting there. We're creeping up to number 10. We're going to get it and uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy these, you know. I've been consistent with these which I'm proud of myself for that because normally I'm a bit, I don't know, it, it's not a bad thing but I often think of new ideas and then I want to jump ahead with them and I sort of abandon older ideas and I sort of go through that process of letting things go and moving on and then seeing if this works and seeing if that works and you know it's a continuous cycle but this is something that I wouldn't say it's easy because you know it does take a bit of time to record these and then the actual drawing footage takes a while to produce as well but that drawing footage is just uh, the pencil drawing stage of each drawing that I just put on screen in a time lapse whereas you know I do intend on using these drawings for other content on the channel as well well this goes up every Sunday so I don't know if I'll have a video that I've been working on recently up by then but I'm sort of playing and experimenting with this new format uh, I'm experimenting with seeing if I can add colour to my work and stuff like that and these are just ideas in general and these are ideas that I am exploring and putting out there and seeing what works and seeing what doesn't and uh, yeah ideas right so that's what we're going to be talking about a lot of the time you know ideas are things that just seem to appear out of nowhere and you have to capture them and write them down I think I discussed this in the previous episode over the last few months, I have been carrying around a, a sketchbook, uh, not a sketchbook, sorry, a, a notebook. and uh, Or you could call it a journal, I suppose. But a journal sounds too sophisticated, and I'm not really fancy about it at all. Like, I literally throw everything into this notebook. Some, some pages are, you know, quotes that I've heard or pieces of information that I find interesting. I just write it down. Um, you know, some pages are... I use it as a schedule, a way to, you know, organise my days. So I have, like, a schedule in there. And each day I write down a list of things that I need to get done. And then some pages are uh, ideas that I have. Every time I have an idea, I try and store it in this book so that I can go back to it. Because it, it doesn't happen often, you know. So Well, it, it, it depends, really. Sometimes you get all of these ideas... Um, and if you just say that's a good idea but you just keep it at that and you don't write it down anywhere then you can easily forget about it so I try and try and capture them and document them in a book so that if I'm ever lost for ideas I can just flip through this book and uh, you know pick some out and see if I can do something with it and sometimes the ideas might be you know they might be out there they might be so like um, ambitious that you, you, you probably know that you're not really going to ever approach them or do anything with them, but maybe one day you will, so write them down and maybe one day you'll be looking through this book a few years later and you'll be in a position of in your life where you can practically execute that idea. And uh, yeah, recently my ideas that I've been coming up with, they're quite, they are quite ambitious. I've been trying to think a lot bigger recently in terms of what I'm trying to pursue you know being an artist I've realized that I'm going to have to really put myself out there and do things differently in a way which will get attention but hopefully positive attention but a lot of the time I've realized that you can't just wait around doing all of this you have to literally go out there and go get it and you know that's something that it's not like I've just realized that recently, but 
I've definitely been trying to just cut the excuses and, and just go ahead and jump into it and, you know, take my own advice and just go for it um, and ignore all of the the anxiety and the fear that might come with it because a lot of the stuff that's worth having is, you know, it's on, you have to get past fear in order to get there. And I know that, but again, you can sometimes be a bit of a wimp and, and not want to put yourself in that uncomfortable position, but you need to be uncomfortable, I think, because a lot of ideas come from not being comfortable. Uh, if you're if you're in a space where your mind has to search for a, you know, a distraction or an alternative to seek out comfort, then it's going to be in the correct mindset and, and space where it will generate ideas for you. Uh, whereas if you are comfortable and you have, say, like you've al already made it, you're a successful artist, you've got all the money in the world, uh, just, you know, theoretically, um, you've got everything that you want uh, and, and, and you, you really don't have um, any need or requirement to create now because you've pretty much created a living for yourself and all you really have to do is, I mean, you, let's say you get enough money that you don't really have to do anything, right? Which um, is probably not a good way of living but let's say so you're comfortable okay you you really don't have to really struggle anymore because you, you've got everything that you want so you're you're sort of you're not in a place where you you're you're required to think of ideas uh solutions because ideas are solutions right when when you are struggling and you're trying to uh pursue something then uh, ideas are solutions to making that happen so um, if you have already made it then you're not going to be looking for those solutions so much or at least that's what I think I don't know yet because I haven't made it so I'm just guessing but I do believe that if you are in a position in your life where you know you need to improve or you are striving towards something and you you really need to get there in order to better yourself and your life then your mind will assist you and you will be able to come up with ideas which like I said are solutions to get in there more often and it's really just survival it's that survival instinct because if we're in a space where we need these ideas in order to do what it is that we want to do then I feel like you will be encouraged and you know you'll be putting all of your focus and energy into figuring out how to act upon these ideas and you know put them into into action and, and go ahead and achieve what it is that you want to achieve and and that is a lot more efficient in comparison to if you have already made it and you don't have that real need to to do more maybe you do i don't know but i feel like if 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 that is the case then you will be less motivated because you don't have that agency and necessity to survive you know when you when you need to survive and do this that sort of overrides everything and so uh, everything will work with you um and of course it's going to be a struggle but that's how you know that's how everything happens so um for, if i was going to talk from experience ideas are weird because i often find that a lot of my ideas come to me when i am away from my working space so the place where I usually draw in my in my room Um, a lot of the time ideas come to me when I'm outside you know when I'm out with friends or whatever or if I'm just alone um, in my 
even in my room when I'm alone, but I'm away from the desk where I'm usually working. And I say that, but sometimes I get ideas at the desk as well. So who knows? But I do know that life, actually going outside and living, is uh, very beneficial. It's very useful to get away from that space where you are usually creating because life is the biggest resource. It's the, the biggest reference, you know, for your artwork. And if you experience life, then as a result, your work will improve because you are able to, um, you have all of these things you are able to lend from, all of these different experiences and stuff. So it's important. And sometimes I'm a bit worried about that because I find myself a lot of the time, because we all do it, sometimes it's we spend like days on end just at the desk drawing and working and we, we don't really go outside much or at least I don't and um, you know sometimes I try and create uh, more more free time for me be, to be able to actually go outside and get away from the drawing space because every time I return to it after that I find myself a bit more refreshed and ready to create something new and exciting. Um, and when I was a kid, when I was 16 years old, I got a job at uh, a Chinese restaurant, a takeaway, and I would fry a lot of food. I'd be stood at the fryer frying uh, Chinese food, and I'd be pretty bored doing it. Um, it was quite a tedious job, you know, it's a minimum wage job, it's not the best. But the money was really helpful back then, because that was obviously, that enabled me to do the stuff that I wanted to do. And so I'd work there, and I'd often find that... I'd come up with all kinds of ideas when I was stood there frying food. Um, you know, sometimes I'd daydream, sometimes I'd burn myself because I'd just be thinking of videos that I wanted to make or when am I going to start doing YouTube and stuff. So, um, yeah, I'd grow up and, and I'd work that job and I'd, you know, a lot of ideas came to me when I was frying that food and uh, I'd often try and pull out my phone and, and try and store them in the notes app so that I'd remember them and... Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of ideas came to me, but I also got a lot of burn scars because I'd burn myself because I wasn't concentrating on what I should have been doing. I was in my own world thinking about uh, stuff that I wanted to do. And that's still the case today. Like, I'm always... A lot of the time, I'm in my own world. You know, there's that phrase, uh, living in your own world and stuff, and that's kind of... Every time I'm driving down the street, I'm thinking about stuff, and I sort of snap myself out of it and I'm like oh wh where am I where did I get here and I think that's common like a lot of people do that when driving you know they're sometimes going to autopilot and they're thinking about stuff and then all of a sudden they're thinking like how how did I get here <laughs> so um yeah ideas are are uh, something that we need to capture and speaking about driving it's so frustrating when you are driving and you have an idea and you know that you have to like remember it until you get to your destination or you could just pull over and write it down if it's that important um sometimes it is sometimes it isn't and you usually try and i when i when i think of an idea i usually try and go a bit further than that and i try and play it out in my head and so if i have an idea i think about what would happen if I went ahead with the idea and how I would act upon it. I think of the steps and stages and the the uh, actions that I required to see if I could do something with it. So, um, yeah, and then I usually end up daydreaming about that. And if it, and usually that process of thinking about it generates more ideas. And and so you end up coming up with this whole new project. You know, recently I've been trying to 
uh, create some videos with a bit of a different format, a bit more faster paced videos. Um, I'm scripting them a bit. I'm trying to appeal a bit to the YouTube algorithm, but also stay honest with what it is that I enjoy doing. I don't just want to be, um, a, a, how should I say it? I don't want to be a, a production machine for, for YouTube, for the algorithm. I don't just want to create for that. I want to stay true to what it is that I want to do. And um, so yeah, I've just been trying to like do what it is that I want to do, but also try and tick some of the boxes so it appeals to to YouTube a bit more in the actual platform because that's that is important at the same time but yeah anyways last week I talked a bit about inspiration and I also sort of briefly covered ideas in that episode but like I said ideas and inspiration and motivation all of that stuff is like I think it's closely tied together because if you are inspired by something that can help generate an idea and then once you have that idea you are motivated to to work and so you know the it's like this this process of seeing something that might inspire you or experiencing something and then all of a sudden it, it like you know the light bulb turns on over your head remember the old cartoons and stuff where a light bulb would appear over the heads of the characters and so when that light bulb goes off you need to go ahead and do something with that idea or at least try and write it down so you don't forget it, and then later on it might be of use. Um, and yeah, inspiration plays a big part in that. I think, like a lot of the time, inspiration is a good way to get started, but once you are started, ideas tend to come as a result on their own. Um, I feel like eventually you get to a point, if you are working on a project, where ideas just start to emerge naturally, and you don't really need to you know, see something that inspires you in order to get an idea. Um, once you have an idea, like the overarching idea, then small little sub-ideas tend to stem off of that, uh, if, if that makes sense. And again, I'm, I'm talking quite vaguely here because, I mean, we're talking about ideas. And what is an idea, really? Like, where does it come from? Nobody can really define that. And that's that's what sort of fascinates me. You know, it's literally like the universe grants you an idea and then it's up to you to do something with it. And depending on how often you are granted these ideas, I think it might be different between different people. Um, some people are more creative and so maybe they are more open or they can recognize ideas a lot easier and then they might do something with that. And maybe people who are less creative still have these ideas, but... I don't know if they sometimes maybe just brush them off because they don't have the means to do something with them. Or they still do. I mean, there's all kinds of ideas. I'm, I, I think I'm just talking about creative ideas. And depending on how you are living your life and the stuff that you are involved in, then the ideas are sort of orientated towards the stuff that you are interested in. Because if you're into business and stuff, then a lot of your ideas will be surrounding uh, business, whereas I'm into art and stuff, and so a lot of my ideas are art-related. And I think, yeah, ideas are, you know, they're suited to the character of an individual. And sometimes the potential of an idea is, it's uncomprehendable, because you have big ideas and a small idea, and I suppose you can't really define them both, because a small idea might soon grow into something bigger. But a big idea, that can go ahead and, and change the world. 
and change everybody's life. I mean, if you think about someone like Steve Jobs, who had this idea for the Mac, the Apple products, he had this idea and he went with it. And there was probably, you know, I don't know too much about him. I know that there's documentaries out about him and everything and books, but um, I haven't actually read or watched any of them. But I'm guessing that in that early stage, he went through a lot of, you know, hard times. He was struggling with it and he had he had this idea and only he knew this idea. He Only he knew the potential of it and he went ahead with it. And, you know, regardless of all the doubts and the judgment and everything, and he carried on pursuing this idea and then it grew and it just got bigger and it snowballed in a sense. And now we're all using iPhones. We're all walking around using his products every day. And, you know, it's, uh, I think they're coming, I think they've just hit like a trillion dollars in value, Apple, which is just, uh, that, that figure is, it cannot, you cannot comprehend a figure like that. Yeah, you know, that all stemmed from a little idea and that's, that individual believed in that idea a lot. And so you need to put trust into these ideas. How far are you willing to go with it? How much trust and faith and belief are you going to put into one idea? Maybe you dedicate your entire life to an idea and maybe it doesn't work out, but at least you know in the end, I mean, knowing it, it didn't work out, but at least trying to get there is better than not even knowing and not even trying, right? But then again, I suppose trying is... um. Is a strange word because I feel like if you dedicate your life to an idea and constantly pursue it with everything you have then that you're not really trying then you're sort of just doing and I feel like something will come out of that depending on how how far you go with it and I'm talking about like complete obsession with it nothing else just that that literally eagle vision that idea that's what I'm going with that's what I'm doing and I'm going to go ahead and do that at all costs. I, I do not care. And so, again, it's putting faith into these, or it's putting trust into these ideas that you have. And I suppose you have to sort of develop a skill where you can sort of like look at these ideas and see which ones will reap more benefits and uh, which ones are sort of not, not disposable, but less valuable. Um but then it's hard again because you, you do not know until you act upon them. You know, like I said, a, an idea that might at first appear or seem like it wouldn't be worth your time might all of a sudden one day translate, uh, transform sorry, into something bigger. And then all of a sudden that idea has spawned a whole new selection of ideas which are very valuable. And so... Uh, yeah, I don't want to repeat myself here. I'm just sort of like having this really vague discussion around, you know, the the idea of ideas. <laughs> and yeah, I don't think it's hard to come up with an idea to do something, whether it's in terms of drawing. I, I don't think it's hard to come up with an idea for something to draw. And that's the video that I've been working on recently. I'm doing a video talking about what you can do if you don't know what to draw and uh, put it down to a simple solution, it's literally just about starting and drawing anything, just getting started. Once you get started and go ahead with it, then you can change course and sort of orientate yourself and direct yourself um, towards what it is that you might want to do. But just starting enables your, it gets the ball rolling and then you can start thinking about everything else as you are doing rather than just being sat waiting because nothing really comes from that. I believe that 
there are ideas hidden, or not necessarily hidden, but there are ideas in everything. If you look at, you know, last episode I talked about how I sometimes used to look at a wall and in the, in the texture of the paint, I would be able to like make out small little images or, you know, my imagination played a big part in that, which is a whole other subject for another episode. But a lot of these ideas came from just looking at this texture of this wall and uh, using my imagination to think of all these weird things that would go on um stories or characters and I, I don't feel like you shouldn't really ever be bored because if you're curious about everything then things are going to be of value to you as an artist you can look at uh i don't know you can look at like a lamppost and if you look at that for a while you start thinking about lampposts yeah how comes that light at the top of it i wonder when that that light goes on or it goes on when it's dark and then you think about the dark you know and then it leads you to thinking about something I, I don't know where i'm going with this but i hope you understand where i'm coming from it's like this continuous like process where one thing can lead to another and then all of a sudden you are the source of your idea was a, a lamppost and all of a sudden you've, you've you've come up with an idea to create a drawing at, at night time of a certain something or whatever it is but the the origin of the idea what spawned that idea was something really mundane and you can draw, draw as in like take stuff away from, you can draw things from everything. Um, everything is a source for inspiration if you allow it to be. And of course your imagination is is a tool that you can use in addition to that because your imagination will, it will twist and it will turn all of these ideas into something that is more original and um different which is which is good you know you, you you want to be trying to create something different and that's what i've been trying to do recently i've been trying to even drawing from my imagination these ideas they are normally just come from within myself i have the idea to make this choice in the drawing i want one line to look like this and i want to draw something that is connected to that line and then all of a sudden it looks like something else and then I have an idea and I do that and then you know maybe if I come up with an idea to draw something then after I have thought of the idea myself I will look for reference images and then I use the reference images in response to the idea that I had and uh, to make something from your own imagination or to make something that comes only from yourself is is a really special thing because the like i said the origin of the idea the thing that spawned that uh, came from within you and so nobody else could repeat that if you know what i mean i mean uh, when the drawing is finished somebody could copy the drawing but if that drawing didn't exist then that person there was there is a zero percent chance that they would create something that is exactly like that because that drawing is yours, you know, that's a, a product of you. And like I said earlier, it's a, you know, it's influenced by your experiences in life and, you know, your uh, inspirations and everything. It's just all directly spawning from 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 you as a person. Uh, and that's special, but I'll probably, I think I'm going to do some reading on the subject of ideas and, and, and see if there's anything else out there that I could um, you know talk about in these episodes because I feel like this one was a bit vague just talking about ideas when ideas are vague quite vague in themselves which makes it quite difficult to be specific when talking about stuff like this but regardless I hope you found this enjoyable 
Um, before we end, I usually do a Q&A, and so today's question is from Exterminators. That is a pretty cool name. Um, leave some comments if you want to ask me some questions, then I can answer them in each episode of this. But this question says, Dan, what do you do when you are stressed out, overworked, etc.? from a regular job or another outside influence, and you find it prevents you from drawing. How do you push through and draw in spite of your stress or pain? Um, A lot of us, well, I don't at the minute, but a lot of people, and I have done before, especially when I was doing university and stuff, we work jobs because we need to provide a living for ourselves. We need to earn money to, to survive. And usually drawing is just something we do on the side. You know, it's a hobby. Uh, but we wish that it could be our full-time job. But at the minute, you know, it's it's not practical. We need to make ends meet, and so we need to do it on top of uh, working a, a, an actual job. And so what happens is we, we, we work for the day, and then we come home, and usually after, you know, we have worked that day, it's quite hard to start drawing because you might be worn out, and it might be a very energy consuming job and so when you sit down to draw you feel like you need to you know you're a bit tired and sometimes when you're tired you seem to procrastinate more you're not very good at making decisions because you can only make so many good decisions in your day Um, I think there's I read something recently that as you know the day progresses as you make some decisions it's like a fatigue and you start to you know you're not very good at making uh, effective decisions and so when it comes to drawing where a lot of drawing is based on making creative decisions you know sometimes you feel like you're not in the right mind frame to actually put yourself in a space where you can create because you've sort of given up a lot of your energy and a lot of your time to the job that you have worked throughout the day I mean I've been there when I was doing uh, when I was at university studying architecture it was, you know, it was happening to me a lot. And the, the one way that I figured out, and this might not be for everyone, but what I decided to do was I would go to bed a lot earlier, but I'd also get up a lot earlier. And I'd get up at about, you know, 5 a.m. in the morning, uh, a few hours before I had to actually go to university. And I'd put in about three to four hours work on my own drawings before I actually went to university. And yeah, towards the end of my day, you know, when I was still at university, that's when the fatigue would hit me and I'd get a bit tired and I'd maybe not, you know, perform that well when I was there. But usually I was just sat in a lecture or something anyways, taking notes. And a lot of the, the university work was done outside of the actual the university. So, um, yeah, I'd put in a lot of time in the morning when I was fresh. And I mean, getting up at 5am, you're never going to be completely fresh, but if you just, I don't know, maybe you need to grab a coffee or something, go sit down and you get working and then soon, you know, throw some cold water on your face, you'll wake up and as soon as you get working, your brain kicks into gear and then you have four hours of undisturbed work as well because it's early in the morning so nobody can disturb you, there's no distractions, your brain is fresh, you've just woken up and uh, you're ready to create and then, you know, don't let your work be the the thing that suffers just maybe you know let you let your the end of your job suffer a little bit the last few hours of the day let that go downhill a little bit and and maybe just you know keep that work to yourself because that's your work is your lifeline as an artist i mean if 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 your work is suffering 
and you're not producing the stuff that you want to then you're not you're not going to be happy as a, an individual because I don't know how fulfilling your job might be you might be getting a lot of satisfaction from the job that you do throughout your day and so that's worth the energy but if it's something that you're just doing to survive you know and it's sort of like an enabler then you want to do as much as you can to avoid it affecting your personal work because that personal work is is you you know that's what matters most to you um and again it depends it might be different for different people but that's something that i did and that might not be for everyone but to avoid things like burnout and stuff you know that's i don't think that was necessarily what you was asking um you know i think you was just asking like how to push through it and a lot of the time having a, a good reason why you are doing something can really motivate you uh, if you have if you have an end goal and you are going somewhere with it then that if you keep reminding yourself of that then you know that can sometimes give you a an energy boost and you know that doing what you need to do in order to get where you need to be you know you have no other option you need to do this drawing and so you can go ahead and start drawing but also you know, there's other things as well. I mean, I'm not an expert on dieting or anything or sleep, but they say that if you, and, and exercise, they say that if you do all those three things well, uh, you know, you have a good diet, you eat well, you exercise often, you sleep well, then you should have a, a lot of energy throughout the day. Um, but again, that's that's probably my best advice is try and, you know, get up early and put in the work then the hours before you actually have to go to work because when you do go to work and you come home anyways then all you are really then them hours after work you know on the night they're not very productive anyways if you've just spent the whole day working and so if you've sort of reversed that and push your work yeah I mean your work hours are not going to change but them hours after work you know you can sort of dispose them a little bit and sleep a bit more often in those hours rather than you know sleeping um up into the point where you have to get up and then go right to work and so that's something that i'd say but yeah i hope you enjoyed this episode everyone it's been a bit of a it's been a bit of a drag i felt like but i'm improving i mean I'll, well i'm aiming to improve i'm trying to uh get a bit better at communicating you know and uh, the other content that's coming on the channel i hope that's something you enjoy but again this has been another episode of drawn to create Remember to join in on the conversation and leave some questions below as well for me to answer in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed it and thank you for watching. I'll see you in the next one.